This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the April 6, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. We will start with some quick hitters. A bill banning abortion, except in the case of medical emergencies, passed the Oklahoma legislature and now sits on the governor's desk for signing. I don't get this. A Mississippi case is before the Supreme Court where the abortion limit is 15 weeks. I'm surprised that Oklahoma did not just chill for a bit until the Supreme Court issued a ruling. Biden extended until August 31st the moratorium on student loan repayments. Question, is the government still giving out student loans? If so, are they still called loans? If so, have we changed the definition of loan like we have so many other words? I just can't do the constant dribble of the Hunter Biden story. I think there is still some real substance to the accusations of influence peddling and possibly channeling of money to Joe Biden. Still, I can wait. And on Fox, they have a story of Joe Biden writing a letter of recommendation to a college for Hunter Biden's Chinese client son. I think I got all that right. Big deal. It was a letter. Sarah Palin is running for office in Alaska. That one caught me by surprise. She will probably win, but I'm surprised she wants the job. Probably she wants to feel relevant. Don't we all? How do we know a president is floundering? When his lackeys in the media start saying the polls don't reflect his accomplishments. Joe Biden, by that standard, is floundering. Moving on. Looks like three Republican senators and all of the Democratic senators will vote to confirm Supreme Court nominee Katanji Brown-Jackson. I feel she is qualified other than that she has the left's tendency to read the law as the left wants it to be read, rather than what the law actually says. My position is I want to return to the days of checking out the nominees, but by wide margins approving the nominee, unless they really suck. I hope the Republicans would vote in mass for Ms. Jackson, with the added statement that they won't do that again if Democrats don't start voting for Republican-appointed nominees. Ah, but the Republicans did not do as I suggested, and now liberals are calling them racist for not supporting this black woman. Republicans are fine with the descriptors black and woman. They're choking on the descriptor liberal. Please, if you're listening or reading, someone call Republican support for Katanji Brown Jackson to be racist. Change this channel or stop reading. I keep seeing articles on Zuckerbucks and skip them. Sounds like Republican sour grapes. Yeah, a rich guy donated money and it helped his preferred party. I've seen that show. I tried to study a bit this morning on this subject, and my quick read is that via a nonprofit, the money was funneled to election officials. Funneled, I don't mean that in a bad way, at least not yet. The stated reason for the money seemed to be uh, to provide added protections due to COVID. But it may have also been spent in other areas, and it is alleged that the money was mostly given to Democratic areas. Geez, could I have had any more weasel words in there? There are lots of articles on this subject, but they don't have the ring of certainty and accuracy that I like. Too partisan, allegations, etc. I will keep reading and possibly discuss this later. Still, what if Trumper bucks had been mostly given to Republican area election officials? Pretty sure that would have been bad. Most people don't like standardized tests, but properly done, they have a place. 
In an essay out today, Jonathan Turley discusses that MIT will continue to use standardized testing even though other universities are going away from these tests to achieve diversity goals. Cal State is one of those universities, and per Mr. Turley, quote, Cal State is dropping standardized testing, quote, to level the playing field, and interior, quote, for minority students, end quote. If I were a minority, I would be offended by the implication, not Turley's, that I could not compete on a level playing for, field. If there is an issue, I don't think it is with the test, nor, for that matter, with DNA. Blaming the test is like blaming the murder on the doctor who pronounced the time of, time of death. I'd like to see a five wise analysis of this subject. Smart people with data should keep asking why. Why are minorities not doing well on standardized tests? Another why? Another why? Is it your urban and rural or rural areas? Is it the schools? Let's dig and solve. Getting rid of standardized tests would be like the army getting rid of the pull-up test so fat guys like me can pass. Okay, last one. Let's have some fun. Zachary Pleat posted an article on April 4 in Media Matters with the headline, quote, Study reveals Fox News viewers exposed to the truth can change their minds, but Fox's poisoning of the truth runs deep, end quote. Well, I'll be damned. This is based on a political science study that says Fox News vote viewers, on average, show changes in their views after switching to CNN for one month. Fox News is referred to as an echo chamber and a disinformation machine. Examples of the significant changes are re-educated Fox viewers were 5% more likely to believe in long COVID and 7 points more likely to support voting by mail. I don't call those dramatic swings, but whatever. Let's create a few examples of our own. I'm guessing a Fox News viewer who was exposed to CNN back in the fall of 2000 might start to question if the Hunter Biden laptop story was true or just Russian disinformation. Or a few years before, the Fox News viewer, after switching to CNN, might start to question if Russian collusion was made up, or very likely, as CNN was pushing. I kept looking for the part of the study where CNN aficionados were forced to watch Fox News and measured changes in their behavior. Nope, that was not part of the study. My take is the study started with the assumption that Fox News is disinformation and CNN is the truth and found modest differences in viewers when exposed to the truth. What if CNN were the disinformation and Fox News were the truth? Then the study as conducted showed propaganda can change views. Of course, both CNN and Fox News are partisan. And what the study actually showed is that if a partisan person getting only his partisan news receives news from the other end of the partisan spectrum, his views moderate a bit. As crap goes, this is not bad crap. We have a lot of crap out there. What I don't understand is how researchers from prestigious universities could think this was a well-thought-out study and the media could report it without being embarrassed. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you don't like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.